The comments and opinions of this program may be considered offensive. Viewer discretion is advised. Uncommon Sense is now available for your listening convenience on Anchor.fm. Anchor allows our podcast to be available on more platforms. Click a link in the description below to connect to your favorite listening app and stream Uncommon Sense today. Thank you for your listening and supporting our show. If you haven't already, hit subscribe and lay a smack down on that notification bell to get notified anytime we post new content. Thanks again from your hosts at Uncommon Sense. But you know, that, that kind of sense doesn't like... It's not common anymore. No, it's not. That's why we named the channel what we did, because the way that we think, it's not mainstream anymore. No. There's so many stupid people. Oh, well, we, we, we being in Oregon. Oh, look at all the stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But living in Oregon, now, now, before you judge, we live in Southern Oregon, real Oregon. Yeah. We don't live in. No, not the. Salem corner or Portland. That, that's the only part you ever hear about is that north corner. Right. They're always Portland's on national news. Back in 2020. Dude, 2020 it was on the news. And 2019. All long. Yeah. Portland oh, Portland's going on day 97. Yeah, of peaceful protests while they're of burning down a federal protests. building. Protests. Meanwhile, in Seattle. It's the summer of love. Right. Yay. We're going to create what a city think? inside the city with no police. Let's see how that works out. Well, let's see. A gal got robbed of her laptop. A guy got uh, assaulted and almost beat to death. A teenager got shot. Teenager got shot. Multiple women reported rapes. Um, yeah, that summer of love uh, must have been really good for you. Hope you can afford the therapy you know, bills after. What gets me, too, is that there's like no more talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Let's just forget all the rioting and, you know, Molotovs that went through the air in Portland last summer. Oh, time. yeah. Let's forget that an, an entire section of Seattle was blocked off to regular life and people were basically held captive in their own homes. Right. For the summer. Or they couldn't go, they couldn't drive down a particular street because it was being patrolled by Antifa. That was ridiculous. Yep. I'm sorry. If somebody gets in my way in the middle of the road, they're not in the crosswalk, they're fair game. I consider that five points, and I don't plan on leaving Portland with less than 200. So go ahead, Antifa, get in my way. Welcome to Oregon, boys! <coughs> Let's do welcome, this! Welcome to real Oregon. <laughs> you, we got to show you how the country boys do it. <laughs> that's right. Well, they did come down into our town. Dude, yes, uh, they did. And uh, they were met uh, warmly. Very warmly. Yes. You know, that southern hospitality. That's right. We have that southern hospitality, y'all. I was just watching Gettysburg, too. <laughs> Martin Sheen does a great job of Robert E. Lee in that movie. Oh, yeah. He, he does, does the accent pretty well, too. Yeah. That's yeah. what I liked about it. But uh, Robert E. Lee was actually a very honorable man. I've read yes. lots of books about him and Grant, but... Right. But the POWs that, that were well-treated. Yeah. They weren't... I mean, some of them, by some of the... Rebel Army might have abused a, a few soldiers, but overall, Robert Lee, Lee made sure that they all the POWs were well taken care of. Yeah, he was very compassionate. Yes, he was. He didn't want the war to happen, you know. Right. But he was good at what he did. He was very good at his strategy. Yes. 
but he wasn't a warful man. No, no, no. And he was very insistent on, like, when they, okay, well, for example, Gettysburg, they even showed in the movie, and I read about this type of thing, that if they were near a town or whatever, that it's to be peaceful, that, we, you know, we don't battle where there are civilians. Right. That just wasn't right to him. Right. You treat women with respect. Yep. You say, yes, sir, no, ma'am, all of that. Right. You know? You have manners and respect mm -hmm. for men, women. These are civilians. These are non-combatants. Mm -hmm. They're not at war with anybody, so why should you be at war with them? Exactly. And I love that mindset. Unlike uh, today's travesty. We're talking about the Civil War right now because I just watched an interview. It was with uh, it was Russell Brand and Tim Pool. Mm. And Tim's been talking about a cold Civil War for a while. Oh, yeah. And you and I have talked about that. Yes, we you have. Know, like, it's been brewing for a while. Yeah. But he, you know, there's a lot of people that don't think like you and I and don't see today comparative to history the way right. that, like I do. But. He put it in perspective for people. Like, you, you read into, say, the Revolutionary War. The Revolution was 20 years. Yeah. You don't realize how long the Revolutionary War was. Right. Because we read it, and like Tim said this, we read it, and it all happens back to back to back to back, because we're just reading it in right. a book. And the dates don't always stick in your head as to where they actually were. Exactly. So you're reading it, and it's like, oh, okay, well, it started, and this was a week later, and this was a month later. Right. You know? They don't so do their, as a lot of people don't do it, their history a lot history of people don't, yeah, they don't realize that, oh, that was another year later. That was five years later. That was, you know. Right. They don't count up those years. They just think, oh, they one, also don't five. take into account everything that led up to it. Right. Not just the revolution, but the Civil War as well. Yep. The little things that led up to it over, like. A period of time. Yeah, at least five years, if not a decade, of political things or whatever that led up to. Political war. garbage, right. Mm -hmm. It was a back and forth between sides. Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, at that time, uh, the Northerns versus the Southern, the North versus the South. And, you know, it's true what they say, that history is always written by the one, the by the victor. History right. is always written by the victor. And it's kind of true. Like our Civil War, for example, we were all Americans. There wasn't a good side or a bad side. Correct. The good guys and the bad guys. And, you know. Right. We were all Americans. Yeah. But the North, the Union, either didn't want to understand or something. I don't know. But they didn't get what the South was going through. Right. You know. They were out of touch. We, we were all up here in the North starting to get into the Industrial Revolution. Right. Is what I'm trying to say. So, we're getting into that era, mm. and the, the South is behind us. You know, they have the cotton gin. Right. But so much of that work still had to be done by hand. By hand. And Picking you the all cotton, sorting the cotton. So, obviously, you did have your pieces of shit out there that beat their slaves and treated them like crap and everything like right. that. But the reality is, if you treat people like shit, they will rise up. Yes. So, the majority of them actually treated their slaves pretty well. Right. No, they didn't get paid. They didn't get this or they didn't get that. And from our point of view now, it's just bad to look back on. Right. That these people were used for whatever reason. Right. right. And yet so many of them, since we're talking about Robert E. Lee, they were raised with that Southern hospitality. Right. That we hear about all the time. Yes. You know, the manners, the proper way to speak, and you know how to set a table. Right. And which glass to drink out of. I mean, Southerners... May have been poor as blazes, but they were proper. 
Right. They had manners. They had respect. Mm -hmm. And that's what they were raised on. And there was actually a lot of the Union soldiers that were very cocky, egotistical. Yep. We'll just leave it at that, you know? Yeah. And you compare it to now, it's funny how you can more see in perspective what the Southerners were going through at that time. Right. Because slavery set aside. There was so much more political stuff going on. Oh, yeah. You know, the Union actually wanted more government control at that point. Mm. Whereas the South wanted state sovereignty, that we can choose per state how to run things. Right. And, of course, that included slavery at the time. Mm -hmm. And so that's what the North made the big issue, quote-unquote, was, well, they just want to keep their slaves. They even had people back then believing it. But it's not entirely true. No, it's not. <laughs> so that was one very minute issue of everything else. This rant was brought to you by Uncommon Sense for 2020. If you enjoyed that clip, head over to our channel for more content. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment. We enjoy your feedback. Thank you for listening and supporting our show. Uncommon Sense is 100% listener supported. Hehehe. <laughs> Damn it, Billy. Give me back my liquor.